All right, y'all. So this first part, and I'm a, I'm not gonna do my week three. I'm gonna just go ahead and get to the podcast uh, topic. I'm not gonna be doing my week three uh, analysis for Sunday night tonight because I didn't get to watch no football. I was at work. Um, that's unfortunate. But I was at work. But I saw my New England Patriots take the dub, fifteen to ten on New York Jets. Woohoo! We're gonna take this game against them sorry ass Cowboys too. Next Sunday, October first, and it's and boy, and it's the first of the month, and I'm gonna get my hair cut this weekend. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The boy got the ball. He got the ball. But anyway, any fucking way. Yeah, man. I want to come on here and talk about this. Um, I'm gonna be trying to drop podcast topics all every day of the week. This week, um. And not gonna lie too, man. Like I ain't gonna front. Like that's what I was supposed to be doing this week, but I had lost my sound, of my podcast. Well, I had lost the sound on my phone like Thursday, Friday ish, and I got the sound on my phone. But man, I don't know why my phone just does shit like that. Like I lose my sound. It's it's crazy. So I don't know if y'all can hear me a hundred percent, but I did test my audio. I test my mic on the podcast. So let's get the uh, just talking about the episode. So. For those who have grew up watching WWE, uh, what we talking about the Attitude Era, which was in the what uh, the uh, 90s, or we talking about my era? Um, we're talking about uh, the 2000s, the Ruthless Aggression Era. I started watching WWE in 06, so my era is like there. To like, because I stopped watching WWE in 2016, early 2016, I went back to watching WWE around late 2017, and stopped watching WWE again, like, maybe what, maybe somewhere between, like, early 2019, and went back that same year later. And, uh, then I stopped, like, yeah, I went back late 2019, and then I started watching the review again to, like, late 2019, early 2020, then I stopped watching the review again, like, late 2021, November 2021, and this time it's gonna stay that way, you know what I'm saying, I don't plan on watching the review no more, man. I did see where they made this uh, business in here with the uh, UFC. I don't know what the hell that's about, but we'll see. Because um, I do still follow them on Instagram. The, the WWE I'm referring to. I still follow them on Instagram and everything. That's my childhood, man. That's actually top five uh, childhood uh, memories that I have. Or top five aspects to help me grow on uh was the wrestling was wwe and i thought i was crazy until i found out it was plenty of people who grew up on that shit especially young men uh you got your young females who watch it but me man always i'm around like the guys who grew up on it like i said i know females that watch it but if you know how to do you're not gonna understand you know what I mean? <laughs> man we grew up on that shit like a motherfucker and you talking about watching everybody in their prime now we talking John Cena in his prime. We talking Randy Orton in his prime. We talking Chris Jericho, especially that 2008 Chris Jericho. Um, 
with the suit and tie when he when he uh turned his back on Shawn Michaels and threw him in that Jeritron. We speaking of him, we talking about Shawn Michaels. I mean, he wasn't necessarily in his prime, but he was still physically fit and still uh physically able. You know what I'm saying? We talk about Triple H. We talking about JBL. We talking about fucking Edge. We talking about and man, that boy. I think Edge around that time was probably. I hated him as a heel. Him, Randy Orton, JBL. But I always liked the Chris Jericho as a heel. But Edge as a heel, he was my fucking. Ooh, I hated Edge the most out of everybody. Oh my God, I could not fucking stand Edge. It was that hair, and that and that smirk on his face, man. It, it was everything about Edge. Like he screamed, like just uh, just not likable. And I hated when he would like attack John Cena from behind with a chair handle with the concerto, or how he would like uh come attacking the Undertaker. I'm like, man, that bitch. But then again, I I was like, well, okay, cause I used to be scared as hell on the second. Not mind y'all, man. I'm I was born in two thousand three. We talking about shit from like oh seven oh eight. <laughs> so I'm like four or five, and boy, I kill to get them damn days back. I still watch the old WWE on Peacock, man. I rather watch that like shit from oh six oh seven oh eight oh nine, and even a little a little bit of the early two thousand tens. Like man, I rewatch all that shit before I go back to uh watching this shit the WWE today and the reason that I stopped watching it is because of this whole Roman Reigns head of the table tribal chief shit it's like man I want to keep watching it like bro don't nobody want to keep watching it that same shit over and over same shit same shit come out there with that lame ass thing song <laughs> If you like that shit, man, I mean, more power to y'all. I don't want to hear that. Da, 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 da. And I don't have a problem with Roman Reigns, personally. It's not a diss to him nor his family. It's not a diss to him nor his family. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people think Roman Reigns is a catch. People think he's attractive. Now, me as a man... Like I said, um, I've seen his wife, and I'm in, in, in the most respectful words, she's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't look at men, so no homo. Like I said, I just don't look at men like that. But uh, I mean, Roman Reigns keeps himself together. You know what I'm saying? I will say that. He's in great shape. Uh, he ain't no Brock Lesnar as far as um, being a human specimen. Hell, he ain't even a Bobby, Bobby Lashley. And, and people forget Bobby Lashley's a beast, but I guess maybe because he's a so-called black man, why people don't want to fuck with him like that. Um, though you can't ignore him and his capability. Um, same thing I would say about uh, Sheldon Benjamin as an athlete, but this is what we're going to get into. So we talking about WWE pay cuts and their release. And... I'm going to title this Business Never Personal just because of the simple fact. And why do I want to make this topic? Because I saw WWE releasing shit. And then I told y'all I was going to be talking about more of the sports world over here more on my channel. Um, or on my podcast, I'm sorry. And I said, um, I said, yeah, man, like, I wanted to get into the sports thing first. And that includes NFL, basketball, WWE. And I ain't going to say I'm going to be able to get to it all, but just as much of it as I can. Cause I do have a life and I got shit going on. Like 
and unexpected shit happens all the time over here, especially on my end. In my life, I know it does. From work or, like, trying to build my business, my credits, um, a YouTube channel, or life hits me, or, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, my audio and my phone. My audio and my phone will go out unexpectedly. And that shit happens whenever. It doesn't happen normally or frequently. It just happens out the blue. It could happen in three months. It could happen in eight months. Like, it, it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it happens. But anyway, um, we talking about the releases WWE had and their budgets and their pay cuts um, and their releases. So I seen that, and the number one release that stuck out to me, we'll get into it. So they released it. Sheldon Benjamin, what is this? This is his, what, third time being released from WWE? Fourth time? Um, Dana Brooke. I used to like her theme song. I don't know if she still had it. Like I said, I ain't watched it in a minute. But I know she used to have that uh, theme song. I'm not your enemy. Some boozer shit. And I'm not your enemy. Or friend. They released the Emma. What's that? Her second time? Shit, they should have went ahead and they never brought her back. No offense. Because, I, I mean, I like the Emma. But she used to have that dumbass um, shit she used to have going on with Fandango in 2015, 16. I was like, yeah, they need to go ahead and release her dumbass. And then when did they release her? Like 2018? 17? It was fucked up at first. Because I, I think, like, low-key she was getting over. But, I mean, you caught me crazy, man. Shit from, like, the late 2010s and early 2020s is low-key already outdated. <laughs> it's already outdated like certain trends certain wrestlers who were hot at the time and you look at a lot of the wrestlers we grew up on even in the early 2010s they've gotten fucking old man or they're getting old you know what I'm saying like a Seth Rollins a Roman Reigns I mean yeah they're still top wrestlers you know what I'm saying but look at the wrestlers we grew up on John Cena boy this dude here whew, that dude got the damn LeBron effect <laughs> uh, Randy Orton ain't been on TV since Oh, uh, oh man, early 2022, you know what I'm saying, with a shoulder injury. If, if people keep saying, Randy Orton, go ahead and retire, go ahead and retire. I'm like, well, I would hate that, but I mean, it's because it, it's fucking Randy Orton, man. And that's and I don't think I said Randy Orton, but if I didn't, you know, of course you got to talk about Randy Orton. What would it be to not talk about Randy Orton? But, you know, like I said, man, it's just, it's just certain shit, man, you see. And I'm like, bro, all of our wrestlers have gotten old. Edge is fucking retired again. Triple H is retired. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Kane, Big Show, Mark Henry. Uh, Randy Orton will be getting there, even though he's in his early 40s. I don't blame him for uh, retiring if and when he does. I could see it in another maybe year or two, probably a little earlier. Uh, in another span of maybe six to eight months, I could see it. Um, I just hope he do it on TV. Uh, like I said, John Cena will be getting there. I could say it in another two years, maybe. You know, because John Cena's in his mid forty. He's he's forty five, forty six, same age as my mama. You know, so probably forty four. I think John Cena's forty four. Nah, nah, John Cena's forty six, cause he was born in seventy seven. Yeah, he's forty six. But anyway, I'm like, dude, our wrestlers are getting old. You know what I'm saying? And it hit me because. I saw another wrestler they released, and y'all probably know who I'm about to talk about, Mr. Showoff himself. 
um hashtag heal ziggler aka um this generation Shawn michaels allegedly um aka um mr perfect's uh son <laughs> i'm just playing this dude ain't mr perfect son actually curtis axel is a uh, mr perfect son but shit does it will fit the damn description he gotta be a lost cousin or something because god if he ain't he gotta be a, he gotta be kin to billy gun he gotta be kin to um mr perfect or something boy he, boy he can't know somebody and he don't know it i'm telling you but yeah man uh I mean, I want to give a shout out to Dolph Ziggler, man, because we grew up on all these wrestlers like I'm them. Even Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, MVP, Sheldon Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, which he's still in the WWE. That's what's up. Um, I made countless podcasts like, man, he should have got his first WWE championship in 2007 when he had that rivalry with John Cena. Don't ask me how I know, because I remember that shit like yesterday. Man, and I know we watched this shit on Peacock, but bro, honestly, believe me, there is nothing like going in real, like, there is nothing like watching that shit in real time. Like, even when I do watch this shit, like, you know how you watch something that you notice, oh, but you be like, bro, I remember this shit like yesterday, and it make you feel like you're going back in real time. That's what watching old WWE wrestling clips does to me. I'm talking about shit from like 06, 07, like those, those years. I'm like, bro, it's crazy. Even when you see uh, certain clips of uh, Chris Benoit, you know, I know people don't like to talk about him, especially the year 2007, because that's the year he got this controversy around him about uh, contemplating suicide on him and uh, homicide on his family. But I'm like, it ain't the whole conspiracy. Did he really do it? And I'm like, I'm not going to get into that on here, but whatever. And they'll be trying to erase his name. And I mean, we got so many more wrestlers that I haven't even talked about. Uh, CM Punk, The Rock. Well, I don't know why I picked Sam Punk first, but whatever. It, it, it's not like I'm naming from my order anyway. Uh, Sam Punk, uh, The Rock, Stone Cold. Now, I didn't see them in the early 2000s, but, you know, we see them after. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to talk about the Dolph Ziggler release. And what I wanted to say about it is because uh, when I saw he released them, I'm like, bro, do y'all not know who y'all, what y'all fucking doing? Because WWE has done stupid shit like this before, releasing big time names. Now... I know somebody would say with Dolph Ziggler, I mean, he has the resume of a big-time wrestler, but he's not really a big, big-time wrestler. Like, he's not a John Cena or a Randy Orton or an Edge or somebody. And I'm like, that's true. But he's like a... And I've always said this about Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, in my opinion, is like a low-tier, like, behind those guys. And that's a fact, you know what I'm saying? Because Dolph Ziggler is a fucking dog in the ring, bro. Like, you have to have seen Dolph Ziggler in real time. You can either watch Dolph Ziggler from a few, like, two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, this man can put on a fucking match. His his robberies with Seth Rollins in 2018 was mad underrated. That was some technical-ass wrestling. I don't care what nobody say. Um... <sighs> That was like watching Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart Part 2. Or they that was like the modern day um, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, in my opinion. Um, let me see. Don't forget his rivalries with The Miz in 2016 about Dolph Ziggler putting his career on the line. Don't forget when Dolph Ziggler was with the Spirit Squad. Don't forget his when he uh, performed under the name Dolph Ziggler back in, what, 08 against Batista. You know what I'm saying? He slapped the shit out of Batista. <laughs> Boy, he slapped the shit out of Batista. That man said, hi, 
I'm Dolph Ziggler. And Batista didn't want to shake his hand. Well, he slapped the shit out of Batista. <laughs> Boy, that was fucked up. Um, don't forget his rivalries with uh, Chris Jericho, John Cena. Don't forget his... And you know I got to mention Chris Jericho because y'all know that's my dude. That's that's my top five, top ten right there, Chris Jericho. Um, don't forget his rivalries with... Uh, did I say Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio. I know I said his rivalries with John Cena. Don't forget his rivalries with Edge. Don't forget his rivalries with uh and in one of my in my opinion, this is probably his most underrated rivalry, man. Don't forget Dolph Ziggler's uh two thousand ten rivalry with uh Kofi Kingston for the Intercontinental Champion when they was on SmackDown. Um and guys like that were better on SmackDown than they would have been for Raw. That's one thing I'll give WWE credit for. Like, they know who to put on Raw. They know who to put on SmackDown, especially back in the day like that. Like, around that era, like the late 2000s, early 2010s, they, they, they knew who to put on SmackDown and who to put on Raw because everybody's criteria just fit. Because in my opinion, one thing about WWE, I've always said, even though I wouldn't call it fake, it's a scripted sport, which is all sports are scripted. So, especially these uh these companies. But if you look at a WWE, like, you just, okay, I won't call it a fake, but it's definitely fucking scripted. You know, these guys are on the road. There's no fucking offseason in WWE, so these guys are on the fucking road at least. Man, I mean, probably at least, what, 345 out of 365 days of the year? If that, if not every damn day of the year. You know what I'm saying? Literally every 365 days. You know what I'm saying? So that's very physically taxing on the body. And people talk all this shit about, you know, clowning the profession. Oh, that's a fake sport. WWE or wrestling in general is a fake sport. I'm like, bro, but you do realize people still tune in to wrestling to this very day like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And WWE is going to always be the, the most popular uh, wrestling company out there. You know what I'm saying? It may not be the best a uh, wrestling company in terms of quality anymore because in my opinion it's not in my opinion um the best wrestling company in terms of quality in my opinion it would be AEW you know what I'm saying we know about AEW um which I'm gonna get into that uh later because and I see what AEW is doing they're doing a TNA effect. And what's the TNA effect? Those who remember Impact Wrestling, a.k.a. TNA, when TNA was at its finest in the uh, early 2010s, late 2000s, and early 2010s, especially uh, late 2000s and early 2010s, boy, they had AJ Styles as the phenomenal one when he was out there with that fucking, um, get ready to fly, Y'all gonna take me back. Uh, Kurt Angle. Me. Me. I'm focused. Never get up. I let up. All oh, that bullshit, right? Um, don't forget they had Samoa Joe. And shout out to all these guys for going to the WWE, even though Kurt Angle was a WWE guy by 14 TNA, because he came to the TNA, I remember 2006, and I think Christian came in 05, 
And Christian is another guy who was a TNA guy. Can't forget him. So I'm glad I brought that up. Um, don't forget who else. Jeff Hardy went to TNA. Sting was in uh, TNA. He used to be with WWL. So he never technically wrestled with uh, WWE. But he was in WWL. Or I think it was WCW. But whatever. Um, and yeah, Sting was that nigga too, man. Sting was a credible heel. Uh, didn't get to do much heel work. But... Steen was a fucking bona fide heel, man. I'm talking about some. He was called the edge, low key. Um, well, I don't know if I want to say that, but he was very vindictive. Steen, and I liked that theme song too. I'm gonna listen to that shit as soon as I get off the podcast. You know what I am? But who cares? Um, and I don't want to get off the topic, man. It's just so many. Like it's that WWE effect. I mean, I'm sorry, that TNA effect, and that's what AEW has done. Um. Well, that's what they're currently doing. Like, they've had guys like the Big Show in AEW. I don't know if he's still there. Mark Henry was in AEW. don't know if he's still there. I think um, Chavo Guerrero was there. Not Chavo Guerrero, but um, some Mexican dude. Um, the guy that's married to uh, Ric Flair's daughter. Uh, Charlotte Flair, that Mexican. Um, and Andrade or whoever the fuck, I think. He was there. I don't know if he's still there or not. You know what I'm saying? Because the roster gets too goddamn big. And I think Chavo Guerrero may have been there. I don't know. But um, maybe I'm tripping. Um, plenty of fucking WWE dudes have been there. I think. I know Christian was there himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't choose to go back to WWE with Edge. He said, fuck it, I'm going to go to AEW. Which I don't blame Christian for that. Um, Not saying he was right or wrong. Not saying Edge was right or wrong. Edge is uh, retired. I think Christian may still be active. I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Cody Rhodes was in AEW. We know he was a part owner of AEW. Then he left to go back to WWE, uh, WWE, which we see what he's doing today for those who still watch. Like I said, I don't want to keep up with the news. I don't necessarily watch it live anymore. Um... And shit like that. We see how Cody Rhodes is blown up. Rightfully so. I always said Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre, like those two, I always said they were going to blow up. And I'll be damned, they did. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely proud of them, you know what I'm saying, as a wrestling viewer. Um, when I was younger, I would have called myself a fan. But now I look at it like a, I'm not a fan of anything or anyone. So I'll say a wrestling viewer. And I've been long life of, of a long life viewer of WWE. Um, I had my moments where I was like, fuck that shit. And, I mean, that's where I'm at today. But I can admit, you know what I'm saying? There's certain women that are attractive on there. Uh, like Carmella. Like, I'm high on Carmella uh, from a physical aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she's very, very attractive. Zelina Vega's attractive when she got her black hair. Uh, no offense. But she's still attractive, in my opinion. Um, and I'm, I'm going to leave it there. But, um, like, far as the women portion... Cause I don't watch it, you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know who I'm there no more. Um, really, to tell you the truth, um, I mean I know more names, but I don't. I probably just don't find those sad women attractive. Um, no disrespect. It's not that. Well, I don't give a fuck. But uh, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Like I can't really say much, cause even when, even when we talk about rappers. But to keep it on portion of Don Ziggler, I'm like, I read on this article, and this is why boy made me made the podcast. It said because he said that he wanted to he wanted to 
well, he had already been waiting to leave for years. And I'm like, well, why didn't you? You know what I'm saying? I saw that article and I was like, it's no disrespect, but why didn't you leave? You know what I'm saying? Because they released Dolph Ziggler, uh, like, what, Tuesday? And he was like, yeah, I've been wanting to leave. According to the article, I was like, so why didn't you? And that's just what I said when I read it. I'm like, well, here, why you didn't? And i tell you why you didn't. This is my opinion. And I'm also be trying to break this down and say facts to what, to like the general public, like what people in general do. Uh, I'm not saying this is what he did, but I'm going to just speak you just as an example for a term. Not just talk about wrestling, WWE, sports, but just kind of tied into real life. It's, it's my main sole purpose of this podcast. Um, it's what people do in general, man, because they look at it like, okay, fuck it, the money good, I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to do what I got to do, I don't really care. I'm like, well, that's not really living in my opinion, because you look at what Cody Rhodes did, and hell, and in ring-wise, I mean, popularity-wise, Cody Rhodes is shitting on Dolph Ziggler now, you know what I'm saying? And I always used to compare um, Cody Rhodes and Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre as the Young Guns. Uh, which three was going to be the best. And I always said, I could see Dolph Ziggler being better than all three. Which, like I said, in, in ring-wise, like wrestling-wise, even in 2023, Dolph Ziggler still shits on Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre in the ring. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if this was the early 2010s, I would tell you, like, man, Dolph Ziggler is better than all of those guys. You know what I'm saying? From heel perspective and attitude perspective. I mean, yeah, they may have went harder, in my opinion. Like, I think Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre went harder. But I was like, uh, it's just something Dolph Ziggler has over those guys. And it wasn't just the in-ring, because he wasn't the most talkative heel. Because you remember he used to have Vicky Guerrero as his girlfriend slash manager. So, I mean, Dolph Ziggler was, was good at He had a, he was a, he, he was a market, or he had some markability around him. Or, Dolph, what I'm trying to say, Dolph Ziggler was very marketable. Uh, he was marketable in the WWE. Like, if you say Dolph Ziggler wasn't marketable, you crazy. Like, nah, he was marketable. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like with him not fitting that Vince description, not only that Vince description, and we all know what that uh, Vince description is, like a Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns-looking motherfucker, like a big-ass dude. I'm like, well, hell, what you got to be? You know what I'm saying? Because... I mean, Dolph Ziggler may have not been no big dude, but, and I'm going to say this, and it may sound fucked up, but I mean, just call it for what it is. Shit, at least he was white. Because, <laughs> and I know somebody going to be like, here you go. But no, I'm not trying to make it, well, fuck it. I, I, I'm not necessarily trying to make it a race thing, but let's just call it for what it was. I mean, why the fuck Bobby Lashley, why did it take Bobby Lashley 14 years to get the championship? You know what I'm saying? I credit guys like Drew McIntyre for coming back doing what he did. Uh, Cause he hit him, I would say him, uh, Roman Reigns, of course, and Randy Orton carried 2020 for me. You know what I'm saying for the WWE? Cause I did watch uh, <clears throat> WWE before the pandemic and hell after it too. You know what I'm saying? Well, during it too. I mean, the Thunderdome era. I seen all the whole thing, and I'm like, bro, they really fucking adapted and adjusted to this shit. And they did their damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, the women. Like, I would say the women in that era. It's not even close. Sasha Banks and Bayley carried that. You know what I'm saying? Along with Bianca Belair. Uh, yeah. Around, like, 2021. Like, early 2021. Like, 
2021 overall in general which is her year Bianca Belair so I credit them and I feel like 2020 2021 in my opinion so far in this decade has made the most sense for WWE because this shit they got going on like 2022 slash 2023 this shit don't make no goddamn sense and this year in my opinion has been one of the fucking worst years of WWE all time and I know they say 2007 was the worst year for WWE all time. I'm like, motherfucker, where? Because I knew that's a damn lie. Because even then, even then, I'm like, bro, you not know how many fucking people y'all had in y'all prime in 2007? Talking about Jeff Hardy. Talking about Randy Orton. We talking about Edge, Undertaker, John Cena, Shawn Michaels. Even though a lot of these dudes was hurt that year. The Chris Benoit did hurt y'all. But I mean, and people still blame that to this very day. About why WWE is in the shape of sin. It's PG. And then I mean, plus you got to look at it. WWE is, they, I mean, they adapted to the so-called era. Because one thing people got to understand, man. Like life, like sports and trends. It's all a depiction of the era we're in. You know what I'm saying? Look at the 90s. You see how everything was marketed. You see how everything was so hip-hop-like. You look at the 2000s, early 2010s. You see how everything was just so... Or the or the 2000s and the 2010s. You see how everything was kind of... Okay, look at the 2000s. Everything was... Heavy metal, pop... In a little slash of hip-hop style. You know what I'm saying? Um, Everything is according to the era. You know what I'm saying? 2010s was all about the fucking internet and trends and um, pop music. And then when you got to the late 2010s, you know what I'm saying? It felt like totally two different time periods. You know what I'm saying? Which was fucking crazy because we all saw that shift. You know what I'm saying? We all saw that shift, like, 2017, and shit really just ain't been the same. And, I mean, even if you look at 2017, man, I know it was a draining-ass year after 2016. And I know people talk about, oh, man, 2016 was the last good year. I mean, I agree to an extent, because if we talk about just life overall for, overall, for what it is, not to get deep and personal or, or political on here, but if you look at it, man, in my opinion, from a cultural-wise, like, as a as as a population, as a world, from a culture pr- perspective, on like the um humanization or whatever, I'm like shit. The closest year we've had to 2016, and somebody can call me crazy, but I feel like the closest year we've had to 2016 was 2018. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's just me personally. Cause that year, I'm not gonna say it was better. I'm not gonna say it was just as good. But boy, that was a damn good year, man. I don't know what people talking about. I feel like 2018 got a little, fell off a little bit, like, as the year was getting ready to close down. But, man, 2018 was was, was that fucking year. You know what I'm saying? He had a, had a good number of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Sports, music still, here and there, uh, the trends. Because 2018 was a very trendy year, you know what I'm saying? It was a very trendy year. 2017, now that was dead. That was a dead-ass year. To an extent. To an extent. You know what I'm saying? But 2016 was off the chain. Um, But yeah, man, just to keep it on the rational portion. Like I said, everything itself, like life itself, it all adapts to the trend. 
or the era we're in, you know what I'm saying? You see how WWE was in the 2000s? That's how life was itself in the 2000s. You see how WWE was in the early 2010s? That's how life was. You see how how basketball was in the 2000s, in the early 2010s? That's how life was. You see how NFL was in that era? That's how life was in that era, even the late era or the or late 2010. That's how the NFL was. That's how the and that 2010s era hit different. Like for like the for like sports, especially NFL, in my opinion. And you can't for like we didn't have no legendary shit in that decade, sports wise, wrestling wise, or because we did, you know what I'm saying? Music wise, movies wise, we did, you know what I'm saying? But like we like no, we really did. But man, this shit in 2020s, whew, this shit is this shit. Like you call me crazy, this shit get deader and deader by the damn year, don't it? You know what I'm saying? I had hope for in 2021 and 2022 as well. But, boy, it's like as time progresses, I'm like, boy, this shit here just, whew, this shit here get worse and worse. <laughs> like, for real. And I'm only 20 saying I just turned 20, like, September 12th, bro. That's the last time I think, I think that's the last time I made a podcast. No, September 17th was my last podcast last Sunday. So, I'm like, bro. I mean, I've been 20 for, what, two, two weeks, two weeks and a half, maybe, or a week and a half, and I'm like, bro, well, going on two weeks, I'm like, bro, this shit get deader and deader, and we talk about inflation, we talk about everybody want to have a fucking platform on social media, everybody want to be politically correct, and, oh, man, whew. It's a lot, man. It's a lot, you know. And I think somebody out there that listen to me, they 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 hear me and they feel me. But you know what I'm saying. Just to keep it on the wrestling portion, I know I'm all all over the place, and I don't mean to be, but whatever. Um, yeah, man. I grew up on these on you know wrestling, man. Like, and Dolph Ziggler was one of my favorite wrestlers ever. You know what I'm saying? Well, in that generation, or for for, for our generation, um. I mean, my bro, boy, we used to laugh at Dolph Ziggler's name so much. My, like, especially when we was on the game. And, like, when I would play with Dolph Ziggler. Wait, pause. Pause. I'm talking about on the game. On the damn game. I had to say pause because I know that's the area we live in. <laughs> like, see, I miss days. We didn't have to say that because motherfuckers act like, act like they had common sense and they understood. Now you got to say pause about every damn thing you say. That's the area we live in. But when I would play um, on the game. With Dolph Ziggler on the uh, game and shit, right? Man, this man, me, man, I, man, look, I ain't gonna lie, my bro made me laugh so much, man. This man would make fun of Dolph Ziggler's name to about some Dolph Ziggity. <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga had me saying it. <laughs> man, that man had me saying that shit. Man, we come out there with Dolph Ziggler, or I come out there with Dolph Ziggler. Um, I remember I had, uh, Raw versus SmackDown 2011. I should never. See, my stupid ass. This why they say you don't get rid of your old school games. Man, what the fuck was wrong with me? I remember this shit like yesterday. I think it was late 2017. Yeah, it was late 2017. Man, I threw that shit out. And I was, and man, I regret that every fucking day now, man. I swear to God, I, man, I regret that shit every day, bro. This is why you don't throw your old games away. I don't give a fuck if you had that game for 10 years. 20, 2011 has been what? How long? 2011 has been 12 years. 
Like, y'all do realize that's long gone, right? 2011 is long fucking gone, bro. And I missed that year. God damn, we don't understand what the, what we have in front of us, do we? But, man, huh, I was a straight-A student that year. And 2012, like, ooh. Like, life was good. I was young as hell, seven, eight years old. WWE was good. I was traveling. Man, boy, I was, boy, if I knew what I knew now and just, just to be eight years old and just have that era back, seven, eight years old, and just to be and just to have that era back with the amount of knowledge I have, man, god damn. God damn. Know what I'm saying? Starting to feel like my parents are talking that shit now. Talking about going back in time. And I'm just fucking 20. So, just turned 20, almost two weeks ago. So, that's that's how you know, man. Oh, but yeah, man. So, anyway, like, we would have 2011 Raw vs. SmackDown in. And we would play multiplayer. And, I, and like, any time we would be on SmackDown, I would be like, okay, pick a Raw opponent. Okay, he would get somebody like, I think he would get, like, Randy Orton. Yeah, he would get rid of you. And I said, cool, cool, cool. I said, I'm going to get Dolph Ziggler. And then this man said, uh-oh, he getting Dolph Ziggity. <laughs> oh, my damn. Boy, we would be killing myself. I said, yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead and get Dolph Ziggity. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, I come out there. Well, he'll come out there with Randy Orton. Counsel me, they understand. They talk to me. All that bullshit. And then, and then I come out there with Dolph Ziggler because this is the early 2010s. So y'all remember that Dolph Ziggler song? Um, I am perfection. Perfection. I am perfection. So take your best shot. Give it all you got. Brain oh. Some things are exactly what they see. I will define the things you dream. Go check the stores again. Come out of perfect Made out of more name me. I perfect. But anyway, boy, I had a damn flashback. Let me chill out. But anyway, that's when he had the. That's when the uh, Intercontinental Championship was black, right? Um, and Dolph Ziggler had it on the game, and the WWE champion was John Cena, the United States champion was The Miz, the tag team champions was, um, the Hart Dynasty, y'all remember the Hart Dynasty with, um, Tyson Kidd and, uh, David Hart Smith, boy, I remember this shit, like, see, that's why I should never throw that fucking game away, boy, I am mad, it's, it's it's weird because I'm so attached to that era. Like, I'm not really going to say I'm attached, but that's my childhood. Like, that's where my shit stems at. I feel like, God damn, why I throw that game away. Oh, and I'll play that shit every other damn day. Almost every other day. Every Friday especially. Like, oh, you couldn't tell me shit, man. Oh. 
why the fuck I had to throw that game away? Man. I feel like I'm more attached to that era now than I am when I was in that era. Or when we was in that era. And I know I was crazy about that era. But it's like, damn, I'm I'm more crazy about it now. For some reason. Like, I like not to the point where I lose my damn mind. But it's like, man, I get to come back and play this? Or I get to live that era? Yes. You know, but like I said, that shit is long gone, man. But... Yeah, this man would make fun of Dolph Ziggler's name so much. But Dolph Ziggity. And I whipped his ass one game. He put... <laughs> this man had... Boy, I wouldn't tell him about this shit. So this man had John Cena. Boy, ain't no way in here. You... Boy, look, hey, I ain't gonna say nothing. This man came out here with John Cena. And I said, well, oh shit. I said... I see, I was going to get Undertaker at first, but I was like, man, shit, I just play Undertaker. And I whooped his ass in there. He had Triple H. I said, boy, I whooped your ass. This man had John Cena. And I, and I said, okay, time for me to get Dolph Ziggler. This man said, uh-oh, he go with Dolph Ziggity. I said, yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead and get Dolph Ziggity. I come out there, I am perfection. And man, I told this nigga ass. Boy, I told this nigga ass up, man. I hit that boy with that damn zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would make fun of the damn finish. He'd be like, Dolph. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how it is. Um, Jerry the King Lawler was with the commentator and Michael Cole was the other commentator. Remember that? So, man, I hit this dude with the fucking zigzag. And, and Jerry the King Lawler said, Zig! Got of nowhere. Why from this shit like yesterday? Hey, he said zigzag out of nowhere. And then <laughs> this man said zigzaggy. <laughs> Boy, like, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> but bro, we, but bro, he, he, he was a little ass kid, man. Damn, bro, he was actually skinnier. But uh, yeah, any fucking way. But yeah, man, he was actually skinnier. But man, and he was innocent then. You know what I'm saying? This dude, he'll fucking psycho now. But man, I miss them days, man. That man said dog ziggity and this. <laughs> I hit this nigga with the zigzag. I whooped that nigga ass. Boy, I was so... I was, shit, I was mad. I said, boy, you had Dolph Ziggler to beat John Cena. Come on, man. This man ain't gonna tell me some damn... Dolph Ziggity. And then I hit his ass with that zigzag. And then Jerry King Lawler said, Zigzag, out of nowhere. And then this nigga tell me some Ziggity Zaggity. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, man, that nigga that man. <laughs> Boy, that nigga that man. <laughs> Cause like when I hit him with a zigzag, it would say say zigzag out of nowhere, and it'll say Dolph. And then they used to kill me with putting this shit in slow motion. I'm like, why y'all put this shit in slow motion, man? I mean, it was actually low-key tight, but it kind of killed the vibe at the same time. That's just my opinion. But, I, I mean, I understand it. I understand it. It's a finishing move. They trying to make the shit, like, kind of um, artistic as possible or whatever the case may have. I was like, or animated as possible. So, I get it. I get it. Because, you know, they say games oftentimes are 
basically a carbon copy of real life, even though it's nowhere near real life. Like, they try to give you that depiction that it's real life. So, I mean, it's what it is. But, man, I remember that shit, like, yesterday, man. And it's crazy how WWE will just get rid of certain wrestlers like that out of the fucking blue for no reason, too, man. Or just on some crazy shit. I'm talking about some fucking budget cutting. And I'm like, so y'all realize, man, Dolph Ziggler is a fucking, what, two-time World Heavyweight Champion? A six-time Intercontinental Champion? Um, two-time Tag Team Champion? Uh, maybe a three, but he's a... Yeah, he's a three-time tag team champion, maybe two. I I, I, I forget I forget the uh, tag team champion. He's a what a th- maybe a three or or four-time United States champion, probably a two. Shit, he's something like that in, in that range, man. He's a, a money in the bank winner. I'm like, bro, y'all. <sighs> Excuse me. I'm like, y'all do realize, man, what the fuck. Like, y'all do, uh, yeah, I did say Money in the Bank winner, right? And, bro, he had the greatest cash in in all of all time the night after 2013 WrestleMania. Oh, he cashed that motherfucker in on that Bristol Del Rio. And, bro, don't we all remember that damn night? Because, man, if, well, any wrestling fan or viewer, WWE, I'm, I'm referring to. Boy, don't we all remember that shit like yesterday? He came out there with AJ Lee and uh, Biggie, and you could tell it was. And, and you, it's funny how WWE worked. Well, I know back then it's funny how that shit worked, bro. Keep in mind this is the early 2010. That's why I say we had legendary shit in that era, man. This man, and you could tell it was gonna happen too, cause this man. Like, they had the camera zooming in on that Breath of the Rio. And you could tell it's finna happen. Because they did the same shit with Sam Punk. When he cashed it in on Edge in, like, what, 2008? When Batista, Batista bombed uh, Edge in the middle of the ring on Raw? That's back when Raw had them red ropes. Whoa, never give me that. Whoa, never give me that. With that thing song, I Just Want to Be Loved by uh, Papa Roach. But anyway, don't ask me how I know all this shit. Just, just, just know I grew up in this era. But any fucking way. Man, this man, dog, he came out. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show it all. Come on, bring it all. I think I will watch what I do. I'm here to give you If you never doubted me You don't have a clue I'm here to show I'm here to show All that bullshit I was like oh hell Man I saw this shit I said oh yeah he about to do this And I forgot who he had a match Who Alberto the real had a match with I think it was probably like Jack Swagger, or maybe it was somebody, man. I, I fucking forgot. Probably the big show. Ain't no fucking telling. But I know Alberto the Real was supposed to be a face. And I didn't, I never liked Alberto the Real, man. No offense. Not because he was a Mexican or whatever the case may have you. That's not what it was. So I don't want nobody to come trying to say that. But I don't know. He just gave an unlikable vibe. And then, due to the fact that he's actually unlikable in real life, too, that says a whole lot. So, man. Yeah, I just knew that shit was coming. And Alberts, not Alberts, the real. Dolph Ziggler was the SmackDown Money in the Bank winner of 
2012. Randy Orton was the no 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 no. John Cena was the Raw winner of the Money in the Bank 2012. And I remember who was all in them damn uh, Money in the Banks too. The Raw Royal Money in the Bank in 2012 had John Cena, The Miz, Chris Jericho, Big Show, and Kane. Just like what six men. And then first is 2012 on SmackDown, you had, which was funny because first of all, in 2012, Dolph Ziggler wasn't even a SmackDown wrestler. He was a Raw wrestler. Know what I'm saying? Because that shit was crazy. Uh, and I was rooting for either him or Cody Rhodes back in that era, boy. Because, oh, real must remember Cody Rhodes, man, in 2011, 2012. Especially when he turned that Intercontinental Championship back white. And when he had started wearing his attire all white, like late 2011, early 2012, Cody Rhodes in his bag, dog. That was that was peak Cody Rhodes. I mean, I I know this is the mo- this is the best he's been in his career, like 20 as of 2023, popularity wise, but quality wise, I'm not saying he ain't doing. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying Cody Rhodes ain't ain't popping quality wise now, but. It's something about that 2011-2012 era. That shit hit different, man. Cody Rhodes had that uh, white belt, that white Intercontinental Championship when he turned the back white. Then he had on that all-white gear. He come out there with that uh with that uh second version of Smoking Mirrors. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, here go the last one. Whoa! Then the lyrics start. There you go. I'm glad you're from your camera. It's like a knife held in your hand. What you mad about? I don't know and I don't give a damn. Break the rules because I can't. See that future in me. Just watch the wheel go round. Our change you go down. Whoa, you're only smoking mirror. Whoa, you're only smoking mirror. Whoa, you're only smoking mirror. Whoa, you're only smoking mirror to me. Man, y'all really leave me the fucking long, bro. And then when he got into that feud with Booker T, oh! <laughs> this is after he took that mask off, too. Because, boy, y'all remember he used to be dashing Cody Rose. Wow! You're really smoking me right. Wow! You're really smoking me right, me. Let me go. Glad you're from your camera. Microphone in your hand. What you mad about? I don't know and no one cares. You think everyone's a fan. Let everybody see the future in me. They watch the world around. Man, I used to miss them Friday mornings. Because, boy, I used to know. We talking 2010. Boy, I used to miss them goddamn Friday mornings, man. I wouldn't study no damn school. Of course I would go. And this is me in first grade elementary, right? 
Fam, I wasn't studying no fucking school. I'd come back home that following night, man, and I'm knowing I'd be at my grandma's house. Hell, being at my grandma's house, shit, I would already be at my grandma's house Thursday night. Just got done watching TNA. Man, I'm knowing that Friday morning I'd get my ass up. But that sky be beautiful as hell in the morning. I'm like, you know what? Because y'all know how the morning time look. We kids, man. I said, man, I'm going to get my ass up. I said, I'm going to go to school, brush my teeth real good. Boy, when I put that toothpaste in my mouth, I'd be so happy. That mouthwash, I put all that shit in my mouth, man. No, no homo. I put my toothbrush, my toothpaste in my mouth, man. I'd be like, man, I'm brushing my teeth. I am happy. Until got me a shower and everything. Got my deodorant on, lotioned up, hair brushed up. I said, man, you just wait till I come back home. Man... And I was still at my grandma's house. Boy, Papa was still living. Man, he rest in peace. Man, but we come back home that Friday, uh, like that Friday evening. My nigga, I wasn't studying no fucking. I, I wasn't studying shit. I'm just be real with you. I wouldn't worry about feeling none of that. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't worry. And not saying I was. But, like, I just didn't have no words, man. Like, you know, like, you're hella young. You ain't got no words like that when you young like that. At least you should. At least you should. But, yeah, man, I ain't had no fucking words like that. So, what the fuck am I? I said, man, I'm finna go get my ass back to this fucking house. And, I'm, and man, I get to that day off that bus Friday evenings. Ask anybody. Man, I be running like a motherfucker. Oh, be running around like a motherfucker. People used to be, let me laughing at me. Too. I was like, boy, he crazy. He crazy. See, it's crazy. It is crazy because I used to be so fucking energetic as a kid, man. It's like, and I'm just 20 now, man. It's like, I have a certain amount of energy, but I have to get my energy out at the right time to the right people nowadays, man. People think I was always this quiet kid. No, I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? In fact, I was moving just like my brother. How he moved, except I was always, I always had this, this, this instinct about myself, like, to be careful, you know what I'm saying, like, never, ever get too crazy, you know what I'm saying, I'm, and I'm still like that, but I'm just older, and, and hell, even more understandable, way more understandable, and I've been practicing this shit since I was at least 14, 15, so you can't tell me, you know, and really, if we really want to be honest, like, 12, so, you, like I said, you really can't tell me. You know, what the fuck I'm talking about, what I'm not talking about. But I'm like, man, I go off that bus. Soon as that damn Friday night hit. And see, we couldn't watch. And, you, and for those that know, no, like, SmackDown wasn't on Sci-Fi in 2010. It was like, you had to go search for that shit. So this this how it was for me on Friday night. We would have our dinner, whatever it was. My grandma being one in her living room. Because they got separate living rooms. And, it, and this house is still set up this exact same fucking way. <laughs> Um, it's like, man, so my grandma will have her, her, her living room. She'll be in there watching the soap operas or watching Lifetime movies or whatever the hell she wanted to watch, right? Um, but I would go down into the living room, my papa, for that Friday night, and we had to go, uh search for it my papa had like these two tv sets like he would have one for direct tv so you could watch cable then he had this black remote you had to like and it was like pause but it was this long black remote right and you had to click it to like kind of switch to like a new like all those channels that be like blocked out on direct tv or whatever you could use that remote switch over and switch over to like get those stations 
that are blocked out. You know what I'm saying? Because you couldn't watch SmackDown on that. You had to watch it. And boy, when I tell you, man, I miss this fucking era so fucking much. Man, boy, he switched the remote to those stations. Like those stations that are blocked out. Like those local stations, what I'm talking about. Like CW. Well, who, and CW still runs. I remember when CW was on around that era. Man, my pop turned to that fucking station. 7 o'clock. Here it come. CW coming on. Or that station. And then they had this little beat. And then they be like, TV to talk about it. TV to talk about it. I be like, bro, that's nostalgia out the ass. <laughs> that's nostalgia out the ass, man. Hey, goddamn, they come on. Smackdown, come on. With they thing song, let it roll. So you think you can chew your mouth off? Well, you better watch your way. There's nothing left of you to figure out. You're going down. You're going down. So you say you're feeling brave tonight. Step up. Do you really want to cross the line? Right now, go ahead and try to take what's mine. Let it roll. Let it roll. I'm unstoppable. Let it roll. Let it roll. Boy, hey, look, boy, don't ask me how I know about none of this shit. Don't ask me how I know about this shit, man. We talking nostalgia out the ass out here, man. Oh my god, boy, what I would do to go back to that era as a little boy one more time, man. Damn, them football games would be lit. But I knew I wasn't going. Because I, I always chose SmackDown over them football games. I mean, I chose a few of them one time because I had to hang with my cousins. And they were like mostly. F- I, okay, y'all know. I come from the matriarchy. So I had to hang with like a lot of my female cousins. Who These these chicks were like, who? They in their early 30s now, maybe? And around this time, they were in their late teens. You see what I'm saying? This is like 2010. This is 13 years ago, bro. So they literally 30, no more than probably 31. You know what I mean? Maybe 32. They they know we're between 30 or 32. This is 2010. They're like 17, 18, 19. They, they late teens in, in the early 2010s. So, nigga, man, I, I chose like a few games over there. That's because I was hanging with my mom. And I was like, well... Okay, I will go to a football game. But I ain't choose nine out of ten, boy, I chose SmackDown. And then I was hanging with my grandparents too. So I was like, shit, the fuck up, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> man, boy, I man. Hey. So yeah, so yeah, man. I I I mean I've been all over the place this podcast to an extent, but you know, I just had to address WWE because they, they doing a lot of crazy shit. But it makes sense to understand. Like, because they are a business, man. And uh, my whole thing and what I wanted to add on is, like, people talk about, like, when Dolph Ziggler said in the article that he been wanting to leave. At least that's what the article said. I'm like, well, if that's what he said, then well, my question would be, like, why didn't he? You know what I'm saying? He's already said that you were unhappy or saying that you didn't care. But it's like, okay, bro, you just existing. You're not living. Because I don't give a damn what nobody say. 
Dolph Ziggler is a very, very, and I'm talking about very fucking talented wrestler. So, you know what I'm saying? And I and I think a lot of this shit started with him saying he don't give a fuck about uh, his position in WWE no more. I think all this shit started, man, really with that whole uh, shit he was doing in 2017 to 2019 or whatever, whatever time this was. When he won that um, United States Championship and then he vacated it like the next following SmackDown, which was like a Tuesday. Because this is SmackDown Live 2017. They used to come on on Tuesdays. And boy, I hate I missed that era because that era seemed kind of like underrated or pretty dope. I was like, damn, they got SmackDown coming on on Tuesdays. I don't want to watch this shit. And I was going through it in that era, like that 2017 era. It's not that I was I was going through it. I was just on other shit, like watching other shit instead. But I do I do hate I missed the era. But I can always go back. But man, I ain't like that uh, SmackDown on Tuesday shit. Cause it's like, okay, what the fuck I'm gonna do Friday night? I don't go I don't go out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I ain't have no no genuine true fan friends. Why I didn't look at it as that. And now I really see why I don't. Cause I mean I was right out alone, but. Whatever. I'm like, bro, where the fuck? Like, and I had I missed the era though, but I remember that shit. Like yesterday, he vacated that championship, they, the United States Championship. This is when they still had the uh, the OG United States Championship, like the American flag, like the early two thousand or the two thousands U.S. Championship. Man, he vacated that shit and walked out for a few maybe months or so. Come back at 2018, Royal Rumble, got it at number 30, got his ass eliminated. Then that's when he started that whole, it should have been me, it should have been me gimmick. I'm like, here you go. Here you fucking go. He was vicious. And in my opinion, he was the best heel. Like 2018, 2019. Somebody will say Brock Lesnar or somebody will say Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wasn't even a fucking heel. He was a face in, the, in that time period. So shut the fuck up. But I know Seth Rollins won 2019 Royal Rumble, and that and that Royal Rumble do not get talked about at all. That's probably the most untalked about uh, Royal Rumble of all time. You know what I'm saying? Because who won the 2018 Royal Rumble? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and you wouldn't even think he won it, man. Just how they be treating him, that Japan dude. They fucked up. They fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm surprised AJ Styles haven't, haven't even won a Royal Rumble yet. You know what I'm saying? If anything, he should have won it in 2016. But 2016 Royal Rumble, uh, that was his debut. But who won that Royal Rumble? Triple H? So it's like, shit. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Dolph Ziggler, that was his last uh, good heel run, man, honestly. It's when he had that whole, it should have been me gimmick. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? How he was jealous of uh, Kofi, Kingston Kofi Mania. How he got jealous of, or just kicking ass, man. Kicking ass and being delusional. It was kicking the whole New Day ass. And I credit that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get these fucking minstrels. Kick their ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said it. Because I, I, I just don't like looking at shit like that, man. That's, that's part of the reason why I've never been too big on the New Day now. I mean, I respect what they do. As men, like they getting their cash on, black men especially, like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, getting your cash on. But I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, let's be real. This is some menstrual 
shit. I mean, it's just call it. And everybody, and everybody knows it. It's just like, this is some menstrual shit. Same thing I said about uh, uh, crime time. Maysha Gaspar, rest in peace. But I was like, bro, this is some menstrual shit. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't see it back in 07, 08, 09. I thought this shit was funny and cool. These some cool niggas. But now I'm looking at it like, yeah, man, these niggas are some fucking menstruals. Sheldon Benjamin. I mean, one of the most talented wrestlers of all fucking time. He's up there with AJ Styles, in my opinion, as far as athleticism goes. But, of course, the style, the, the credit don't go to AJ Styles because who got more clout? AJ Styles. And I'm not knocking it, but, I mean, Sheldon Benjamin should have that same amount of power clout, you know what I'm saying, because Sheldon Benjamin was a fucking beast in like 04 to like 2010 when he was the gold standard, those six years, WWE could have done something with him, but no, they made him a fucking mid-carter and an undercarter at best, aka an undercarter, it was just a fucking jobber, that's what they made him, you know what I'm saying, putting him on ECW, then putting him on SmackDown, and doing fucking nothing. Yeah, I mean, he's had the United States Championship well, how many times? One or two, three times? How many times has he been an Intercontinental Champion? One or two times? A tag champ? Maybe three times, two times, three times, four times? This man been with, with, with the WWE for 20 fucking years. Ain't, ain't hell not one major title. That's a goddamn shame. That is a goddamn shame. Kofi Kingston is the first black man to hold the uh, WWE champion of all time. And, I mean, we know why that is, man. Just, we, we know that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm like, damn, Booker T didn't even get it. Mark Henry didn't get it. They gave him the world championship back in 2011. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I already know what this is, man. Playing second fiddle, huh? <laughs> and I mean, and I was proud of Martin here in that era, man. That Hall of Pain era, two thousand eleven. Boy, he was tearing ass up. Boy, <laughs> he was tearing ass up. <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna introduce you to the Hall of Pain." I said, "Boy, first of all, quit all that goddamn sweating and spitting, boy. It is seven o'clock in the fucking morning. Why you out here sweating?" <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked up for that. <laughs> Nah, because I, cause I know a dude who used to sweat seven in the morning. Man, he rested peace with my cousin. Man, he rested peace. I said, man, sit your ass down. But nah, man. It's like, uh, but back on topic, I'm like, why would you stay? Because the money? Uh, you're not living. You're existing. And I say it again, man. I said it and I'll keep saying it. Dolph Ziggler is a very, 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 very fucking talented wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Him in his early 40s. Now he's 43. He can hang with the best of them, and he still has more to offer to them to be like, kind of like how we let these new newer guys transform into their roles for the next five years. Shit, that's what you got veterans like Dolph Ziggler around. I mean, it's what you got John Cena around. It's what you got the Usos for. It's what you got uh, this lame ass shit has been going on with Roman Reigns for fucking four years now. It's what you got him for. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> That's what you got all these cats for, man. But, I mean, whew, this shit here just ain't gonna never end, man. I'm like, bro, y'all realize this nigga Roman Reigns has held that belt for four fucking years now, right? Y'all, I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking a question. Y'all realize that, right? 
that shit there is lame, bro. Like y'all killing the product. Y'all done had plenty of Hall of Famers to come back. Goldberg, Edge, trying to get the fucking Rock to come back. You know, and I finally did that. I'm like, well, damn, y'all had Cody Rose. Um, which I feel like that's what I feel like that's what AEW was for. Like he was like, okay, I'm gonna build this up, create this. Show him I ain't fucking around. If I get the opportunity to come back, opportunity not. So when it strikes, I'm going for the kill. Strike it while the iron is hot. Use my name to build my brand up there. So, I mean, it's very fucking smart on his part of what he's doing. Um, Plus, I mean, that's, that's your lineage, man. You know, that's what you were given. You know what I'm saying? By the time you became... uh to the full understanding of yourself or as a man or uh at the time you came into your late teens you know you grew up knowing you were gonna do this shit so i mean you it's, it's in you so i definitely 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 uh fuck with Cody Rose. i always have always will <clears throat> i don't know what the fuck they've done to drew mcintyre now man i'm like boy that's a damn shame they need to give him that uh, Broken Dreams back song. They, 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 yeah, they need to give him that uh, Broken Dreams song back. What's that noise you always hear? The has to end before it's near. You never hear the shots that take you down. Wait watch this. Now your dreams are memories. Seem so true from far from away. Just like the shot, it makes no sound. Out of time, so say goodbye. What is yours? Now it is mine. And I dream broken dreams. I make them come true. I can't do that bullshit. I make them for you. Shit. But anyway, yeah, man, I, boy, I'm having flashbacks like a motherfucker in here. But yeah, man, it's just so many. Man, you can't tell me I ain't grew up on none of this on this WWE shit. Don't forget, me, Mr. Kennedy used to be in WWE. Yeah, it's fucked up how they how they did him. <clears throat> but yeah, I I don't know if I want to get on to that one day in a in a, in a uh, wrestling podcast episode. But yeah, yeah man. It's, it's, it's a damn shame, man. Like how a lot of these wrestlers are getting released out the ass. 
Sometimes it's hard. I mean, for us regular folks, of course. But you'd be surprised, man. A lot of these uh, so-called celebrities, what they like, especially like wrestlers. Man, but I'm but my hats go out to all of them, man. All of them, like especially boxers, wrestlers, MMA fighters, um, football players, anybody in college, NFL, hell, even high school, man. I have to go off and salute to all of them. Um, the main credibility I give is like fighters and athletes, cause like well, like boxers and MMA fighters, cause it's a, it, it. Hey, look, it that's for you to be in a fucking octagon or in a ring, and you out here taking kicks from another human being and punches, and we talking about MMA fight like a UFC or shit. Now let's take it to boxing. You just in the ring, three minutes, two minutes. That's a long ass time, man. And you just taking body shots like that. That's like, dog, that is a long ass time, bro. You hear me? That's a long ass time, dog. And you taking all them body shots and headbutts or punches and jabs, uppercuts and so that's a, that's a long ass time, three minutes, two minutes, or whatever the case may have you, man, in the sparring contest, or it's a long ass time, dude. Cause the body can only withdraw and would take so much, man. And our bodies is and takes a lot as it is as human. So imagine a fucking boxing match, you know what I'm saying? And you do this as a career for five, ten, fifteen, twenty fucking years, man. Headshots and. I mean, just look at Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, my, my credit, my hats go off to all these guys, man. People can talk about that shit scripted all they want, but, I mean, look at these guys, man, at the end of the day. And then you got guys who are in their 50s plus still doing this shit, i.e. Chris Jericho. You know what I'm saying? He's 50-something, still doing it in AEW. Steam is 60-something, still doing it. You know what I'm saying? Jumping off of shit at that. Why I say Sting is really one of my all-time favorites, man. Oh, that's a crazy motherfucker too. That's a <laughs> motherfucker. No, he crazy. Beat on his chest. <laughs> wow, this bullshit. I'm like, man, if you don't go sit your dumb ass down. But no, I credit Sting, man. Sting a motherfucker. I missed that Sting song at ten. I'm gonna go listen to this shit when I get off. I'm gonna get off now, but <clears throat> yeah, it's like. But, like, working to pay the bills, basically. You're not even happy. It's what I want to talk about. It's like, and they say money don't buy, and this be my next podcast, man. Um, I do have another podcast. I'm going to be doing podcasts all week, um, every day of the week, maybe except Thursday. But, yeah, man, like, you can talk about money don't buy happiness. But, like, I always say, man, you can't buy a goddamn thing, period, if you ain't got it. And what point in sense does it make to even be making your money and working when you're not even happy at your job and you're just doing it for strictly for the money and you're not happy you're not living you're, you're just existing you're not doing shit to your full capability and potential you're stunning your own growth and then if you get fucked over in the end you just want to talk about it and complain now i'm not saying that the dog ziggler <clears throat> i'm saying that to any anybody in general you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like Staying in the spot just because the money good, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, these times and that day's age, man. <sighs> money is definitely fucking important. But uh, like my boy CEO said in his pod in his recent podcast, why you should leave your hometown and shit. I may go re-listen to that. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, like he said, you know, money is important. And <clears throat> like he quoted the uh, Biggie Smalls quote, aka the notorious, the notorious B.I.G. Sipping cognac with mixed with that Patron in the sea. Got the uh, got the baby belt with the Gucci bad boy. All oh, that bullshit. Kicking the door, ten crack commandments. I can't sound like Biggie. With the uppercuts, little C's, baby, please. All that bullshit. It's all good, baby, baby. All that bullshit. But anyway. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazines, toting letters with Heavy D with the Hummers in. All that bullshit. I used to eat sardines for dinner. Like, fuck you. But anyway. Tupac better. But anyway, um, yeah, like I was saying, though, um... Like I was saying, yeah, man, it's just uh, like he was quoting that Biggie Smalls uh song, "More Money, More Problems," and I feel where he was coming from when he said that he disagreed with that. Well, he agreed with that to an extent. It's actually more money, more problems, and no money, more problems, because you're gonna have problems either way. And I mean, I feel where he was coming from on that. But I look at it like, like I've been saying, man, when people say money came by happiness, that is true. You could be fucking with all the money in the world and still be broke. You know what I'm saying? You could be a man who's out here on his come up, on his grind. And, you know what I'm saying? Let's say if you wasn't getting females when you was, you know, basically a nobody. But all of a sudden now, because you popping and you hot, your businesses is flourishing, you got your car. It don't have to be your dream car. Just say you got your car, you got your whip, your own house, your credit is up, your physique is up, you got multiple businesses, they up, or you got a good job, and or it's your career. Fuck a good job. You have, you have a good career. Now all of a sudden you, you able to pull women, you know what I'm saying? And then it could be bitches out the blue. It could be bitches who... Who was who's from years and years ago, and all of a sudden now, now it's all good. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that, man. I mean, we we talked about that here before. You know, you know, like you avoid shit like that. Well, females like that, like who try to come back? Cause, boy, I can't fucking tell you. I done been rejected out the ass. Still getting rejected to this very fucking day. You know what I'm saying? And then. What get me, it be the bitches that be, that don't even be physically, like, they don't be physically much of a catch themselves, and they be the ones with the loudest mouth about how unattractive somebody else is. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, now tell me a man ain't, ain't, ain't fucking experienced that. He get, he get his shit together. It could be looking the same as he did four years ago, or when he was so-called hot. And now they on his dick. Even if you do physically change, it's like, okay, why now? Because you still the fucking same. When you was dissing, you still the fucking same. And that's why men need to be getting on their purpose and quit worrying about fucking bitches. Because these females ain't going no fucking well. You know what I'm saying? And my own mama even told me and my brother that like two years ago. And shit, that's coming from a fucking woman. These females ain't going nowhere. That's coming from a female herself. These females ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They talk shit. They talk shit. Talk shit. Talk shit. Like I said, man, I may sound like a, like a, like a mad man. I'm not. I'm not jealous hearted. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I understand the game. I understand females, especially in this area, are going to do what they want. You know what I'm saying? Um, And truth be told, I always say this. I, I, I'm I the first person I know that, I, that has said it like this in this way. And I'm going to keep saying it this way. Females, when people say females don't know what they want, that's true to an extent. But I feel, I look at it like, okay, females subconsciously, they really fuck with who they want to fuck with when they're young. And they fuck with who they know they need to be fucking with or who they should have been fucking with all this time when they get older. And that's really... And I'm going to be honest, it may sound crazy, but in my opinion, that's by design. That is by design. I I know. Don't fucking text me. I know we say that shit is by the. That's my. That's my work schedule, y'all. That's that's my uh. That's my work schedule. Don't fucking send me that bullshit. If I work, if I if I got to work this Sunday, like this coming up Sunday, like next Sunday, I'm not gonna fucking show up. I swear to God, I better be off. But anyway, cause I'm finna go back out to eat. I'm, I'm going back to that Mexican restaurant again. Um. So yeah, man. I'm going to try to make my next podcast episode later on tonight or let my phone charge. My shit on 10%. But, yeah, man, um, I'm going to get up out of here. But, you know, like I said, man, and like I said, I know that may sound crazy, but shit like that, in my opinion, is by design because I look at it like, okay, you wasted time for how long? But, I mean, it's like that because females can live in delusion all their life if they want to. A man, especially a black man. Hell to the no, you can't live in no delusion because the world gonna remind you every the world gonna remind you every day. It could be it could be motherfuckers that ain't even on your level. Like you could be the worst of worst, or you could just be a young man on the come up on the grind. Don't have to be no don't have to be no stereotype. Don't have to be no game banger, no killer, no criminal. You could just be a young man who out here trying to get his shit situated. The world gonna <clears throat> the world gonna remind you every day that you ain't got it. Or you're not the best looking man on the planet or you're just physically ugly or oh you can't get no bitch or oh you don't have your own car oh you drive your mama's car or you like that's the and I'm gonna be real with you that's the phase I'm going through bro I, bro I, bro I shit you not I, I see niggas out here who are in relationships right now who I know who I subconsciously and consciously I just know these motherfuckers ain't got shit on me in the look department. But it's just everything in the world is just so wrong with Q. Q's too young. Q's too, uh, you know what I'm saying? Q is too ugly or he's unattractive. But I hear that shit a lot. I hear that shit a lot. And it's like, okay, I'm unattractive, but... Have you seen your last boyfriend? Do you not see the the fucking nigga that you currently talking to? Who the fuck is he? If I'm ugly, bitch, I look like a shot the glazed donut. But if I'm ugly, who the fuck is this? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You got niggas. I forget the green dude that came out the trash can um, on, on uh, Sesame Street. I've heard his name twice by my brother Trent Maverick the Enigma, man, but still, I still forget. I think his name was Oscar or whatever the fuck. I'm like, bro, you got niggas that literally look like that with a fucking uh, Luke Harper beard. Rest in peace to Luke Harper. 
Like, I'm just saying, they got a fucking caveman beard. You know what I'm saying? And that's who you kiss on, on who you fucking, who you date. These could be white girls for white boys. These could be black girls for black dudes. What black girls for white boys. These could be white girls with black dudes. And I'm like, bro. But y'all want to sit here and call me on the tractor. A brother who, who has a skincare routine, who takes care of himself, who drinks his water, who reads, who does business, who takes care of himself on the daily, who takes care of himself to the best of his ability, who keeps his hair uh, cut short, nice, and neat, who keeps his hairstyle, his waves up to par. I'm lying, actually, because I've been sleeping for the last three days. Uh, I'll get back on it uh, this week. Uh, who never smells bad, who... Like, I never smell bad. Never. Never. You know what I'm saying? I never miss a day without taking a bath. I never miss a day brushing my teeth. My teeth are white as fuck. Skin is clear. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do have my... Uh, I will have, like, a rough patch, like, throughout the... Like, throughout... Maybe, like, once a week. I'm sorry. <clears throat> once a week. Like, once a month. I'll have a rough patch with my skin. Like, it's, it's, it's just a part of that, I guess, man, for me. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, who's in decent? Who's in decent shape? No, I'm in, no, I am not the most cut, the most ripped nigga. No, hell no. Hell no. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was lean around 2021, for those who know. Um, If you, you, you had to follow me on Instagram to know that, though. I was lean as fuck. Um, even then, I wasn't muscular like that. You know, but I was fucking skinny as a bitch, though. Well, I wasn't skinny as a bitch, but I was skinny. I've buffed up now. And even now, I'm still not the most cut nigga, you know what I'm saying? But I have buffed up. And, uh... You know what I'm saying? So I was here to tell you that, I, that I'm a model. But... I mean, bro. If we talking about looks, I mean, come on, though. It's niggas out here who are physically... Bitch, your last boyfriend was fucking way uh, less attractive than I am. And I know I see niggas out here who have worse physiques than me. I know I see niggas out here who just all around physically less appealing than me. But you talking about because my looks, I'm the reason why I can't get none. You know what I'm saying? I keep telling y'all, man. It, it, it be like that because... A lot of bitches think you ain't got nothing going on, or they, or they, or like OJ, uh, OJ Duke, uh, Jackson said, a lot of females have an issue with understanding and realizing who's on his come up and who's next. You know, what I'm saying? it's plenty of niggas out here who ain't got their shit together. But why, when a black man, a young black man who trying to get it the right way, he's always reminded of what he don't have and what he ain't got, and he can't pull nobody, or he can't have nobody, or because of what he look like, or. It's like the brother ain't even that damn bad looking to begin with. And it's niggas out here, white boys, black boys, who, or any fucking race of man who is way fucking less physically attracted than this brother right here who's doing everything right. He's on his grind. He's on his mission. He's on his purpose, so-called. So called. He getting that bag. He getting his life right. Getting his soul right. Getting his credit right. Whatever. And y'all talking about how this man look and then on top of it it's the ugliest of the ugliest of the fucking duckliest bitches they got the most shit to say you know what i'm saying <laughs> i've had more on a, like less attractive chicks talk shit more than the un, than the more than the actual attractive chicks you know what i'm saying and i ain't gonna sit here and tell you that i ain't been done dirty or said some some dirty shit about some attractive chicks because i have but it's always the fucking 
Like the real ugly bitches who be thinking they got room to call somebody else ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Q can't get no slack with the females, bro. I swear to God. And people think I'm, people think I'm out here getting it. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not getting it, man, to be honest with you. I mean, I have my, my, my shine and my time here and there. <sighs> Boy, goddamn. <laughs> I don't let it affect me, man. Like I said, when, when you a player, you know the game, man. Ain't nothing, ain't too much to explain. It really ain't. <clears throat> I know it's niggas out here who are less physically appealing to me. You know what I'm saying? Older, whether they're younger or my age range or older. I know goddamn well. And I see them every day. I see them every day. You know what I'm saying? That needs to be the same females who be dissing me out of the blue. or But it needs to be the same bitches who be trying to get my attention. Who, who start shit with me first. You see that? I I I'll end it with here to this here man. Um, don't do shit, man, just because you're, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. The money good, cause there's people out here, man, who have money, but they don't have their fucking mind right. They don't have their soul right. They do shit for validation to, to please others, man, who really don't give a fuck about them to begin with. You know what I'm saying? It's lonely at the top. But, I mean, shit, it was lonely at the bottom, man. So, you know what I mean? And do I mean you have to literally cut the whole world off? I mean, trust me, as a young black man, bro, especially when you're not a stereotype, trust me, you get viewed as a as an ain't shit motherfucker more than the actual stereotypes. Like, that's really how it is, man. That's really how it is. And you can see it. You can see it. You can see it in everybody. People can people can only play shit for so long, man. You can see it in everybody, man. Like, you know, you see the energy shift. Like, oh, you know, you, everybody dead. Anybody else, for the most part, that everybody lively. And, it, and it, you know, the same motherfuckers just be so lively and, and loud now. It, you know, it's, 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 it's shit like that, man. Why? Like, I don't. Like, as I've gotten older, it's it's gotten even easier for me to detach myself from shit. And our people, you know what I'm saying? Especially, and like, I really don't try to have no feeling about it. Like, I just take it as what it is, you know what I'm saying? I really don't be having no feeling about it. Because I peep game, man, and I accept shit for what it is and not for, for what I want it to be. And the older I get, believe it or not, the quieter I'm actually become. And I know I've said that, and I promise it's the God-given truth. You know what I'm saying? You're going to look around one day, I'm, and you will no longer see my name on Instagram. And niggas going to wonder why. Like, when I used to get all these comments from back in the day, like, two years ago, oh, your content is so underrated. Your content is so underrated. Because my name was out, was out here hot for a minute. It died down, which I expected. I, I swear to God, I expected it. You're so underrated. Well, motherfuckers put my shit out. And I nobody puts my shit out. Shit that I've been saying for years and years and years, but when another nigga who gets hotter faster than I do, they quit to put their shit out, and they doing the same shit or saying the same shit. Come on now. So you tell me what's the real problem. I don't worry myself with it, man, because I know I'm not the only cat going through this. Hell, I'm going to be the last nigga to go through. I ain't the first nigga to go through this. I ain't going to be the last nigga to go through this. That's just what it is. With that being said, man, don't do shit just because the money good. Because what good does it do for your health not to be good? I mean, I know we could talk about that all day, all night. 
we got to do what we got to do out here. Times is hard. They're going to get hard. For, and then they're going to get harder. They're going to get harder. I've been saying this. So, my thoughts with uh, the Dalziggle situation, I use that to the best I can and just say, man, he's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? I look forward to see what's in store for him. It was a very much of a shocker for me, but I'm out of there. QSP Fat signed in. QSP Fat, we signed out. This video went way longer than I expected it to, but, I, but, it's, but it's necessary. Peace.